Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith Hobart here, and we are broadcasting live on this uh, lovely rainy afternoon. And this is our Foodie Life series. I have uh, two very special people here in the studio with me today who are doing some really good work, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we're going to kind of get right into it. So, by all means, have at it. I'm Kathy Pope. I'm the president and CEO of Feeding the Gulf Coast, formerly Bay Area Food Bank. And I'm Kyle Schooler. I'm the Florida External Relations and Volunteer Manager for Feeding the Gulf Coast. So do you have to say it formally all the time when you say it? Or has it just been like a habit? Uh, we're trying to because yeah. rain, we changed the name a year and a half ago. And still, like it's still fresh, people yeah. know Bay Area Food Bank. And I want them to know it's exactly the same organization that yeah. they love. Well, okay. So tell me about this organization because... I don't think I'd heard of it before, and I and I had, but I had not tied the two together because I've heard about the cooking chefs and all that stuff and the competition. But when you tied it together, I had no idea it was as massive as it was. So fill me in. Well, Feeding the Gulf Coast, formerly Bay Area Food Bank, started business in 1981, and originally our the counties that we serve was uh, Mobile County and Baldwin County. And then a few years later, because we're an affiliate of Feeding America, the nation's number one hunger relief agency, um, we got additional territory. So now we actually are feeding people who are struggling with hunger in the eight southern Mississippi counties, the nine southern Alabama counties, and seven counties in the Panhandle of Florida, in- including where we are now. Yeah, so you're busy. We're busy. Yeah, you went from busy to like really busy. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's hard to believe that people still struggle with hunger in this country, huh? It is hard to believe that, yeah. but it's it's absolutely Every true. Every day. Um, and there are several reasons, many reasons actually, that they may, may be struggling with hunger. Um, they may be seniors and they're struggling to make ends meet to pay their bills and get the medicine that they mm-hmm. need and put nutritious food on the table. They may be a mom with three children with no daddy in the home. Um you're more likely to struggle with hunger if you're a child, and you're more likely to struggle with hunger if you're a child living in a single-parent household. Yeah. Um, the statistics are one in six people struggle with hunger along the Gulf Coast. That is worse than the national average. Wow. One in four children struggle with hunger on the Gulf Coast, and that is also worse than the national average. Yeah. So, so why here, though? Why is the struggle so hard here? Well, I think it's the South. I yeah. think um, unemployment and poverty is higher here, like Mississippi is the number one state for poverty. And, of course, poverty and hunger are going to go together. Um, so so I really think that's it. Yeah. So in the midst of all of this, though, you guys are doing some really good work. So how do you go about feeding everybody? Well, the majority of the way the way we're set up, we are um, an affiliate of Feeding America, of which there are 200 food banks that are under the Amer- Feeding America umbrella. So every county in our country is represented by a food bank. Very cool. I mean, it's bad to have to have that, but it's cool that it, at least we have representation. Yes, far-reaching. I mean, we're reaching <clears throat> the rural areas as well as the urban areas. And so we um, are able to get our food. 60% of it comes from retail store-level pickup because we're an affiliate of Feeding America. We have agreements with Walmart, Winn-Dixie, Publix, those stores. And we are picking up um, whatever they are about to get rid of because they pulled it from the shelf. It's yeah. not necessarily not not edible. Sure. It's just not perfect. Sure. And so we rely on a lot of volunteers. Our organization has 16,000 volunteers that help sort that food to make sure it's safe. 
And we also are the distributing agency for the um, U.S. Department of Agriculture. So we get product in from them. That's 20 percent. And then we're able to purchase as well. So we can per- we always say we can purchase green beans cheaper right. than you can buy them at Walmart oh, with sure. a double coupon. So um, that's why, you know, financially supporting is really important because yeah. it just makes our, it's, we can stretch a dollar like crazy. So <laughs> that's then, what I, have, I always said is, is in the culinary industry, if you can squeeze a quarter of a nickel, you're hired. That's right. right. And so what we do is we get all of that food into our warehouses. We have a warehouse in Milton and we work through 400 um, agencies. A lot of these are faith based, but these are our local pantries. No, we have um, 400 along our whole service area and about 120 partner agencies in Florida. That's crazy. So our partner agencies know what is available for them because mm-hmm. we're all on the same um, inventory system. So they know how much food and what we have. Yeah. And we deliver to them um, whatever their needs are based on when their distribution date is. So so we are supporting local pantries. And that is where the client who is struggling with hunger would come to get right. food. So I, f- I feel bad that you guys are here. I feel like you like need to be working, man. <laughs> well, this is part of our work, and we appreciate this opportunity because we want people to know what we do in the community yeah. because we really are um, a very important resource. Absolutely, and, and huge at that, you know, I mean, again, sad that we have to have something that, this large, but impressive that you all are this organized and this together. I'm so happy to hear you say that you pick up the food from the grocery stores. Like, that's always been a question of mine because yes. a, as a chef now retired but as a chef that's the worst thing you want to hear right right you don't throw anything away (laughs) we'll find something for that thing to go in some casserole something right well i'm thrilled to be able to report and i think it's an important thing for people to know we've been doing this for um about nine years ten years from the time that feeding america made those arrangements and agreements with the walmart when dixie's publics of the world and you think about 200 food banks and we're all doing that Mm -hmm. this is massive i mean we are rescuing Feeding America's food banks rescued 2 billion pounds of food last year. That's a lot of food that would have gone in our city and county dumps 11 years ago. And um, a lot of it is absolutely edible. Now, we're really good at getting that food out the door very quickly. We're getting a lot of produce in, um, Mm -hmm. fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, But, you know, they don't have a long shelf life. Well, yeah, and and, and the... The really weird part I always thought was that the stores don't keep them that long to begin with. Exactly. You know, so you're, you're, you're really getting what everybody else would consider fresh produce. Absolutely. And you it know, looks it's great. Three, four days old at the most. Absolutely. And it looks great. And yeah. we are getting that food out the door very quickly into where the, the pantries can get it out to the client. See, so we've been kicking butt in this for a little while, right? So, <laughs> and, and you saw all the stuff like, like with, with Paris where they had all the grocery stores finally started doing that stuff. And I'd always wondered, I was like, well, who's doing it here? And so yeah, now I know. But we and, are. and so we, we were doing it first. We still win, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay. But you guys are here to promote this really, really cool event. And as a foodie myself and, and as, as a, uh, just a junkie when it comes to whatever I can taste and eat that's new, um, this is right up my alley. So tell everybody about it. All right. We're really excited about our first ever chef challenge in Florida and also yeah. in Mississippi too. They've done the same event in Alabama for 19 years. It's always been a great event. Very successful, really engages the community, gets them to come out, learn about hunger in their community and how their investment in feeding the Gulf Coast is helping to solve hunger in their community. So in Florida, this is our first one. It's going to be on September the 7th. Yay, we made the map. Yes, (laughs) we made the map. I don't know. It took y'all so long, man. We got great food over here. I know. Well, I think this is the culinary competitions and things like that. As you said, people are really starting to Mm -hmm. get engaged in their local food and 
what's out there, local yeah. restaurants. And, and the chefs, we're always looking for bragging rights, right? Exactly. It's yeah. becoming kind of an art, like culinary arts. Yeah. Know? Um, so we're excited. It's going to be September the 7th out at Sanders Beach, uh, Corey and Jones Resource Center from 6 to 9. Uh, we've got several local chefs uh, participating, about nine, I think. And we're going to have 10 dishes there as well. Not only is it a culinary competition, but we're also going to have a, a bass selling auction for people to place their bid on mm-hmm. a range of different items. And then also we'll have live entertainment with Roman street. And then we'll also have uh, wine and beer selections. Yeah. So not to mention the setting of that place is awesome. Like it the is. whole, it's all for those that haven't been there. It's the three sides of the building are encased in glass. You're out you're looking out over the water. You're getting to eat all kinds of cool food. Right. right? It's beautiful. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Okay. So, so why a competition though? Why competition? It engages the chefs and it gets them really involved. They want to, we, um, reason, to reason for us to get out of the restaurant exactly. that, that's, that's actually qualified. Yeah. They want to get out of the restaurant. They want to compete. You know, they are always, I feel like competing, you know, yeah. which restaurant's got the best new dish in town or which one's the new restaurant. Uh, you're, and you're only as good as your last meal. So exactly. <laughs> so we're just providing them with the form to do so. Yeah. Uh, we've got four categories that chefs can enter. So it's an appetizer, soup, an entree or dessert. And so, uh, there'll be a people's choice option. So, People who attend this event will be able to select which dish they find yeah. is best in each category. And then we also are a World Food Championship qualifier this year. And this is a new um, element. We've not done this before. And the World Food Championship has just recently come to Orange Beach in yeah. the last couple of years. So. Yeah, because they finally realized that we know what we're doing down here when right. it comes to food, especially seafood. Exactly. There's no uh, no other place to get really good. And, I mean, and this organization places. I know is huge, right? Because this is only, like even when they do come, this is only a preliminary thing for them, right? Like, there's a couple more rounds after this World Championship. Right, I believe so. Yeah, okay. So uh, very good, by the way, for having them come. So how do you qualify? How does this a qualifier for? So the people's choice, because we are doing three chef challenges and each one is a World Food uh, Championship qualifier, the people's choice winner from each will get to go to the World Food Championship. Nice. The judges don't even get to pick, huh? It's right. the people. But Fantastic. we will have judges on hand. To yeah. Grade by but that, I mean, I'll tell you what, though, that's every competition. That's how you know when it's good. Oh, when the people what, pick. What it, do the it's, people it's, say? Right. I mean, who cares what the judges think? It's what the people think. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the judges will be there though to grade each dish um, that's entered into the competition and across all three states the one with the highest score will get a stipend and have the opportunity to have their admission fee paid for and also some traveling money to go to the World Food Championship very so cool. really excited about this partnership very cool okay so uh, you have nine chefs already yes and or do you have space for any more uh, we actually have just closed you okay. know, been almost a week out so you snooze you lose that's alright because right. you'll be doing this again next year right yes we will yeah. Okay, and do all three competitions take place on the same day? All no. three states? No? So they all, they're all they spread out throughout the year? Or? They are. They're all kind of centered around uh, Hunger Action Month. And so, Kathy, you want to talk a little bit about Hunger Action Month? Yes, Hunger Action Month is Feeding America's nationwide awareness campaign to just bring awareness to the hunger issue. And it's in, in September every um, year. And we'll have a lot of activities around. And you can go on our website, feedingthegulfcoast.org, and you can look at some activities coming up for September. Um, but it's kind of the kickoff for that, for um, Hunger Hunger Action Month. Um, so the first one will be this Thursday in Alabama in Mobile. And then the next one is the one we're discussing for Florida. That's September 7th at Sanders Beach. And then we're also having our last one. It will be in Biloxi, September 21st at Biloxi Civic Center. So, wow. so you got cool places, man. We did get cool places. We're right excited. On. Okay. And so are we thinking they'll stay the same for next year, like moving forward? 
We think so. We are pretty maxed out in Alabama. We think we might even next year have to go to a bigger venue. Yeah. We're completely sold out. You can't get advanced tickets. Um, it's going to be a big event. Yeah. So. Well, because do you need? Okay, so let's talk about the venues because um, there's not too much kitchen space at at Sanders Beach, right? So right. These, you got to come. You prepared, prepared. Ready to go. Yeah, they're prepared. Are they um, submitting their recipes prior to the competition, or is it kind of just show up and cook what you want to cook? They're, uh, they've submitted some dishes ahead of time. We're still getting those in, but we do have some. Um, so you, you kind of you got an idea of what they're going to serve. A little huh? bit. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be releasing it. If you follow the event on Facebook, we'll be releasing the uh, chefs and the dishes throughout Very the cool. next week leading into the event. Very cool. Okay, so. Nine chefs in one room. That's, that's a lot. I know. It's a lot of ego. <laughs> it is. And I know because I'm one of them. So I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel your pain. But, um, so for three hours, they are, the guests are arrived. They get to watch them all cook, right? Cause it's all live. Well, they've already prepared them ahead of time. Cause okay. like you said, there's not a lot of kitchen space at Sanders. Yeah. Um, so they're lucky gonna- them. You yeah. get to use your own kitchen too. Wow. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, guests will have the opportunity to kind of sample at their leisure, go through the selling auction. Uh, mingle, network, also listen to um, the band play, you know, enjoy wine, enjoy uh, craft beer selections. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Very cool. So come hungry. Right. And find out about hunger and just exactly what their investment in feeding the Gulf Coast has done. We will have information there about all of our child nutrition programs. They'll be able to report on everything that they've been doing. Well, as Kathy says, it is Hunger Action Month. So we'll have a Hunger Action uh, Month table there. They can learn how to be engaged throughout the entire month of September. Yeah. And not just on that one event. Yeah, very cool. So, what else? I mean, like, like, what's next? Because you look bored. You look like <laughs> no, you need five I'm more things to do. I'm waiting on y'all to hush. No, <laughs> um, no I really kind of want to talk a little bit about our child nutrition program. Yeah. Um, it's very strong. Even as I visit with other food banks around the country, um, we do an amazing job of feeding children in our service area. One thing that we just wrapped up was our summer feeding program, and we fed along the Gulf Coast over 16,000 children this summer who were at enrichment activities, but um, would would be struggling with hunger if because they're depending on those free mm-hmm. and reduced breakfast and lunch at school. Um, so we were able to provide those meals for them. And we also have geared up our after-school snack program. So that's what we're doing right now. We work with a lot of partners here in Florida to feed children in their enrichment programs after snack, um, after school snacks. Um, we work with boys and girls clubs and those type of partners. But one thing that you'll be able to hear about a little bit more at this event on September 7 is our backpack program. And it's a privately funded program. And we are able to put backpacks together for children who are struggling with hunger on the weekend. So they're provided a backpack on Friday afternoon throughout the school year, and you'll be able to get information about that. Every every child that is sponsored, we need $135, and we are able to provide them backpacks all year. Really? Yes. That's it, $135? That's it, $135. Because, again, we can purchase in such bulk, and we're getting them meals that are um, pop-top, you know, cans of, and and I tell people this, they, the Fettuccine Alfredo is very popular with them. And we change up, you know, Mm -hmm. a little bit, but a little cereal with everything is shelf stable, shelf stable milk. Um, and we work with the counselors and the, and the teachers, you know, 
when you're at a school, the teachers know these children. They sure. know who's struggling with hunger and they know who's coming back to school Monday. Who's can't you, focus. Yeah. Who hasn't you know, eaten. They haven't eaten. Yeah. And um, so they will just very discreetly put it in their backpack um, to go home on Friday. So you'll you'll get to learn a lot more about that at this event. And again, on our website, feedingthegulfcoast.org, we have additional information about that. Okay. So if anybody wants to help, or they, what, what can people do? I mean, it's privately funded. So if somebody could jump funded. right in and, and start giving money, right? Absolutely. What else can they do to, to help out? Well, just, um, we eat would your love, veggies. Eat, yeah, <laughs> eat your veggies. Um, we're, you know, we're teaching people about proper nutrition. Because, yep. So we do nutritional ed classes as well. And, um, really the best way to help out people who are struggling with hunger is just to like be a monthly donor perhaps mm-hmm. for our organization because we can stretch a dollar so far because of all of the access that we have to different avenues of yeah. getting the food. Yeah. And then getting it out to our agencies. So that's really a great way to yeah. help. Let's talk about logistics. Jeez. It's crazy. All day long, huh? <laughs> it's crazy. Very cool. Okay, so you've been on sort of the circuit today, huh? Are you going anywhere after this to, to promote some more? I think I'm done after today. I'll have to look at my schedule. <laughs> Kyle has to make sure to release you. I was in, I was in Mississippi yesterday, first thing yesterday morning. But yeah, this is a very exciting time for us. We are all just... Um, on full speed ahead, all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of work going on right now, um, but we're so excited. And the the big thing is just for people to know and be aware of what's going on in our community. We have neighbors and seniors and children who are struggling with hunger. Yeah. And it's unacceptable, you know, for our country to be where we are, that people are really struggling with hunger. I know it's hard to understand, mm-hmm. um, but if you think about if you're on limited income, you're a senior mm-hmm. and your air condition tears up or your medical bill is higher than expected. You are going to be struggling to sure. make ends meet. Sure. If you're a single parent, if you're making minimum wage, if your car breaks down like mine did last week, um, you know, those things can really send people into a frenzy. So, yeah. um, so we want to be here to support and help. And let people be aware of how they can help. Yeah. And then have some fun doing it. And have fun right. doing yeah. it. Yeah. So what if I'm like a caregiver? Is there enough, are there resources there where I can kind of like, let's just say I fell into the caregiving situation all of a sudden. My, my you know, mom's gone through something or dad's gone through something and I don't know anything. Is there enough information on the website to kind of educate myself and stuff and be able to reach out and be you know, brought up to speed to be struggling with food or other things. Well, I would think both. I mean, oh. as a, as a, and I asked this because, you know, there's parts of me and my family that we're at the time, right. Where yes. the, the, the children have to start taking over some Absolutely. of the stuff. And so, um, I could see the struggles with what if you don't cook or you're not that good of a cook or mm-hmm. you can burn water. Right. So, are there resources on your on your site that could help somebody like that? Um, we are working on updating those sites of what other nonprofits have to offer mm-hmm. in the area. But um, if you call our main number, which is on our website, we have spent these last six months of gathering the exact information you're talking about. We want to know other nonprofits that mm-hmm. provide other options for people who basically are living in poverty, right? So if you're struggling with hunger, you have some other issues. Um, so like your community action agencies mm-hmm. have things that can help help. Um, obviously your meals on wheels and your, um, senior centers and that type thing. Um, and there are, there are just a lot of other resources in the community. So we have that, we have that information that we're getting together so that we can get people to other resources that can help them. I I would imagine that you all see just about every walk of life. 
We see and hear a lot. Yes, we do. Yeah. What an amazing resource. Well, um, is there anything else that we have missed today that you feel... She, I mean, you came prepared. I mean, I am impressed. She's got like four pages of notes over here. So Kyle did it for me. <laughs> I just have to show up and Kyle's got everything worked out. Um, no, I mean, I think we've covered everything. I would like to mention a couple of example Absol- agencies yeah. that By we are mean. partnering with here in Florida. We work with Team Challenge. Argo Pantry at the University of West Florida, Westfront Rescue, Waterfront Rescue Mission, and Pensacola Caring Hearts. All of these folks are um, the ones that are really working mm-hmm. hard to make sure that they have food in their pantries every time there's they have they have a distribution because that's where the client is going to come mm-hmm. to. So they do an amazing job with that, and we're so thankful for the partners that we have here. And um, want to just make sure that everybody knows how to help how to be involved, yeah. um, and how to find out more information. So please go to our website, feedingthegulfcoast.org, and you can learn a lot more about hunger in our community. Okay. And you guys have Facebook and the tweets yeah. and the Wi-Fis and Snapchats and all Facebook, that? Twitter, we do. Instagram. Yeah, please. Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat. Yeah, I'm still figuring I, that one out. I got Snapchat down. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, huh? It that, is my, easy. That's what my daughters keep telling me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Easy. I can't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. I'm, I barely get Twitter. <laughs> so, and I live in that world, right? So, um, well, I want to thank both of you all for yeah, coming out today. And, um, we look forward, we will share this like crazy so right. that everybody thank gets you. to see it. And we'll also give you guys a copy too so you can promote it some more. Um, uh, we're going to come out there with cameras. So that's, we're going to film and, and see if we can't get you some more exposure. I am um, a little hesitant that uh, Florida is going to kick some butt and maybe make everybody else jealous, but Could it's be. just that maybe that's why they waited so long before <laughs> they got us. But um, I've got some pretty good uh, ideas from, from the chefs that you have that this is going to be a pretty spectacular event. Yeah, so. we're really excited about it. We're really excited. Um, I just want to let your listeners know, too, if anyone is ever looking for food assistance or looking for the pantry, you can go to our website, type in your address, set your range to, I mean, down to like a mile, yeah. a mile to up to 50 miles, and it will tell you all of our partner agencies in that area you can also dial 888-704-FOOD very cool get assistance too okay well that's it see that was easy right that was easy thank you you're welcome (laughs) all right guys you can find us at picola radio x on twitter you can find us at picola brx on facebook or you can find us on our website at pensacola.businessradiox.com and this has been pensacola business radio foodie life series where business is good and your work matters Mm -hmm.